Azeroth, the history is recorded in Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation. Welcome to Azeroth, the history, a look into the history of Azeroth and how it pertains to World of Warcraft today. I'm your co-host, Bam Bam Anderson. And I'm your co-host, Tony Stark, a.k.a. Senpai. Uh, and I'm very tired. <laughs> um, yeah. Alright, so, we're continuing on with the Shadowland story today. Um, now that we have some trauma dealing, you know, that we're, that we're dealing with looking into the maw and every shit, it's... Every shit? Wow. Good morning. <laughs> I, you know what? I got nothing going for my mouth right now. I don't know what's happening. We're fine. We're fine. Um, so yeah, dealing with trauma after looking into the maw with Bulvar. Uh, now it's time to head over to Ardenweald so that hopefully the Winter Queen can, you know, help us and we can deliver the message of the Primus to the Winter yes, Queen. Yes, girl. Help us out. Right? Um, so we call down our third guillotine, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> there is literally nothing else that I can say about it. Like when the key, when the key thing comes down, you're just like, it's like a guillotine, but it's a key. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I entertain myself. Um, and we land in the wonderful forest that is Ardenweald. Uh, we're greeted first by Lady Moonberry and her assistant. Um, there are a couple of Fae. And they're playing a prank on a tree creature called a Tyrannin. I love I love the Tyrannin. They're so pretty. Um, they're like really tall. They look like trees. They're really cool. Like the tree people from that other thing, Lord of the, Lord Rings. Of the Rings. A little less leafy, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Like they have they have like really like almost like palm like leaves and sometimes they wear them as scarves. It's really cute. Oh, cool. <laughs> um so Lady Moonberry asks us what we're doing here. And we tell her about the message from the Primus and that we need to speak with the Queen. And she's like this isn't a prank, right? Because like, the Queen doesn't have time for that, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> so she says us off to get some lilies to finish up her or current prank, because uh, she wants to try and take a look at the message that we have. Um, so she tries, and it's sealed. We bring back the lily. The Tyrannin wakes up and is surprised to find that they are now wearing a hat and a beard made of lilies. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute, and the hat has like a little top hat. Oh, I just I, I love the night fae. Uh, uh, it looks super cute. And adorable. It's, it's like there he the thing woke up and suddenly he's the Monopoly man. Pretty much, yeah. Except like beard of lilies. Like it just it's just a little flowery beard that goes down. It's so cute. Um also Tiernan don't have gender, so they, they only go by they and Oh awesome. I feel seen. <laughs> right? Love that. Um and they tell Lady Moonberry how much joy she spreads. Um, like kind of to everybody around her, and it's, it's so great. Of course, not to distract us, we ask again, hey, we need an audience with the queen. 
So Moonberry starts leading us down a path and starts filling us in on how bad the drought has been in Ardenweald. Uh, explaining that we can't have an audience with the queen quite yet. Her spirit is spread very thin. Um, basically, she travels all throughout Ardenweald to try and bolster some of the defenses of the actual forest itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we come back, to, as we come to the end of this particular path, uh, we come upon a new friend who is being attacked by some spriggans. Who they're like. Like, the Fae will prank you, but not maliciously. The Spriggans will attack you very maliciously. <laughs> and Moonberry deals with them very quickly, in a way that makes me not want to be on her bad side ever. Ha <laughs> I love, but, I love, a, I love a, a female like that. You know, like, fun, carefree, we're gonna play some pranks, but if you fuck with me, I'm gonna ruin your life. Oh, absolutely. She murders these friggins. It's yes, great. Uh, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, remind me not to get on your bad side, because holy fuck, that looked like it hurt a lot. Like, <laughs> Love that. It's great. Uh, but she has a deal for us. We help her do some of the tasks that she's been set, and she's going to try and speak to the Winter Queen on our behalf. So, okay, well, that's what we're here to do. We, we help kill things. Um... We help collect a wild seed, and we get a lesson on what the wild seeds are. Um, basically, these are the spirits of nature who are meant to be reborn into their worlds again at some point. Okay. Um, is so there, is like, uh, a system for determining which souls get reborn and which ones don't? Is it kind of like the, I don't know, you know, Eastern religion where you get reincarnated based on the life that you lived? I think a little bit. Like, uh, we know for sure from the Ardenweald chart that we got before um, that Ursok went directly to Ardenweald. Um, Ursok was a wild god on Azeroth. Mm -hmm. And so wild gods always seem to get reborn. Um, there's a few others that we deal with that do get reborn. Or they are meant to get reborn. But aside from that, I we don't really know. We're gonna, okay. There's a little bit more into the Night Fae story going on later, but uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta get there. <laughs> nope, that's cool. Well, that's what makes things interesting. If you get all the questions answered at once, it's kind of like, oh, well, now I know. Exactly. It, it's it's really interesting to see like what we see as wild seeds too versus like what's maybe missing or that we're not told about yet it it's okay i really like shadow lands <laughs> um so yeah we're uh one of the groves also is meant to be reclaimed uh we go there with a list of the wild seeds that are meant to be saved that the queen has decided were meant to be saved this seems a little bit arbitrary and just like, yeah, this is what the queen wants. Just save these particular seeds and we're good. Um, and we know that if a wild seed is not saved, they are lost forever. Which also puts into perspective the afterlife short that we got in Ardenweald, because now Ursok, the wild god from Azeroth, is gone forever. That's pretty devastating. It is. It... I miss our sock. Uh, we're fine. We're fine. 
We're druids are doing great this expansion. <laughs> no <laughs> emotional trauma. <laughs> Uh, alright. So, we're approached by a wolf spirit whose group has been attacked by some of Ardweald's wild, wildlife. Um, and they're now being hunted by whatever attacked them. So, we head over to help them. Uh, on the way we pass one of the Silvar, who's upset that many of the wild seeds in that particular grove are being abandoned. Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it hurts. And she's voice acted, which we're gonna find out soon. Um, and it just, they did such a great job with the voice acting, and, like, maybe a little too good, because, like, fuck, it just, it just, it's a gut punch. I'm fine. I'm fine. I know about full trauma. We're good. <laughs> oh, Blizzard, y'all certainly <laughs> like fucking with the feelings. Oh, so many feelings. It's, uh... I mean, I let's be real. I would not have this reaction. Like, I wouldn't cry at this game if I didn't have a connection to this game. So it makes sense. <laughs> ah, but yeah, it's it. But it 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 hurts. All right. So we continue on. We save some of the spirits that have been attacked. Uh, one of them is this cute little squirrel who sits on her head. Oh. His name, oh. Is, his name is Chufa. Oh. Oh, I speak squirrel. Squeak, squeaker. Squeak, squeaking. Squeakity, squeaker. Squeaking. <laughs> you, I saw a thing recently that said that Kronk is a Disney princess. Yes! Because he absolutely. speaks to wildlife, and I'm like, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> he fits all of the... He checks all the boxes, man. Yeah. Especially oh, so the ditzy good. part. Ah, yep. So then, so we continue on towards uh, the next grove that we're uh, gonna meet at, and a Silvar stops us on the side of the road, and she says her granny is sick. She's hiding in a cave nearby, because they were attacked, uh, and they need help. So of course, what are we here to do? We're here to help. So she leads us to this cave, where another Silvar is lying on the ground, and we go to check on her, and we're attacked by a panther. <laughs> cool. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, as soon as someone's like, come help this, you know, not dangerous person in a cave, my alarm bells go off. Like, that's a trap. Especially if they're, it's a granny. They're luring me into a trap, right? It's like, <laughs> it's either small child or granny. Like, those are like the most harmless people that you can be like, you'll be totally fine entering this cave. It's totally cool. No, yep. it's not. Actually, back in BFA, there was also a little girl that uh, kind of tricked us to... I never ended up doing the quest line, because I was just like, fucking nope. Creepy child. Mm-mm. <laughs> right? right? Creepy child it's... alone in the creepy woods. No. Just think of the lesson that Disney's Hercules taught us. When small children tell you to go help somebody, they're trying to trap you under a rock. <laughs> and or let loose a multi-headed beast. <laughs> Oh, that's nice and scary. Uh, but yeah, so we deal with the panther. And the Silvar that led us here just kind of smirks at us when we confront them. Because it's not a Silvar, it's three tricksters in a trench coat. <laughs> they have magic to disguise themselves, but it's 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 the three tricksters in a trench coat thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> Love it. it. Love and that. 
They're like, oh, you should have stuck to the road, and, you know, we kill them and then head back to the road. And then we head on to the next grove. (laughs) Um, Fucking tricksters in a trench coat. Goddamn Spriggans, man. As three raccoons in a trench coat, I approve this message. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Although, my raccoons, I I can't speak for you, but my raccoons are a lot less homicidal. For the most part. Nah, I can't relate. Okay. (laughs) There's like two idle ones and then ones that's just like, oh, come on, guys. Can't we just try to wash our cotton candy? (laughs) I love that video so much because it's just like, where'd it go? Yeah, he's so heartbroken. He's so confused. Just like, what? (laughs) Raccoons are such strange creatures. <laughs> They're just a little bit angry cats. Exactly. They're so cute. Um, Alright, so we get to Tear to Val, uh, which is the next grove. Uh, Moonberry's there with some good news. Uh, we fill her in on what's been going on, and she lets us know that the queen is going to be here to bless the heart of the grove uh, and reinvigorate it, and she should be able to speak to us then. Cool. First, we have to prep some of the things in the surrounding area. Alright. Fair deal, you know. Get get the grove ready. Um, <clears throat> what does that mean? Like laying down some red carpet and lighting fairy lights, or what? No, this is a little bit more um, choosing violence, I'll say. <laughs> okay. First, we find Chufa, one of the little spirits that we saved earlier, the little squirrel that sits on our head. Um, mm-hmm. Some of his friends were attacked by Spriggans and had their anima drained. And so, of course, he's like, hey, can you come help us? I'm like, we're like, absolutely. So we go save, uh, we go save these souls. Um, now, when their anima is drained, they just kind of look like a regular old generic soul in, just in the Shadowlands. Um, and then when they get their anima back, they, they end up getting their soul shape back, which is like the, the form that they've chosen to take in Ardenweald. So we help Ruri, who's a cat, Slangnan, who's an otter, and Awol, who's an owl, um, and it, it, they're so cute. And of course, we have to kill some spriggans because you know it's what we do. <laughs> um, and then we go and find Dreamweaver. Uh, Dreamweaver. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I hope you're cool, Dreamweaver. You got a song to live up to. Oh, he's absolutely cool. A little creepy at times. There's a point where he's like, oh, we just need somebody to get us supplies. Someone like you. And the way he says it is just a little bit off-putting. <laughs> but he's great. I love him. Um, but he's... he's uh, so he's kind of like a tender, a caretaker who who gives this, the wild seeds anima so that they can be reborn. Um, and he kind of explains to us, like, some of the souls, uh, like, some tough choices have been made since the drought started. We've had to kind of pick and choose some of the seeds that we care for. Um, and so, and so some of the tenders in this particular area around these pools... <laughs> tenders! <laughs> I'm sorry, what? We're having some chicken nugs? We're not... The plants in this area, though, were, because they ate some of the tenders. <laughs> I bet they were quite delicious. Probably. I mean, a, a fairy might be 
pretty tasty, I, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, we cut them I out. I imagine they taste like candy. Anything I'd imagine other than so that too. is false advertising. I, I'd imagine so, too. With, like, in this particular case, with magic and sparkles. Ladur. <laughs> um... But yeah, so we cut them out, save them from these these plants that have come to life. Um, and then we also get to learn how to care for one of these seeds. Uh, so we're brought to a seed that is... It was brought to the... Um, basically, it was brought to Ardenweald just before the drought started. And we're invited to see some of its dreams. Because the wild seed is having nightmares. And Dreamweaver guesses that it met a violent end. Um... And it also bonds with us as we're giving an anima, which is something that he doesn't remember ever seeing before. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> um, so next, we're hoping it's time for the Winter Queen to drop by and give us an audience. Except not. Um, Moonberry was not able to deliver our message, and she feels bad that she hasn't lived up to her side of the deal. But instead, she gives us a bit of ma of the magic of Ardenweald. So this is something that we can use, like, in our own, like, kind of quest to save the Shadowlands, basically. Well, at least in Ardenweald, for now. Yeah, okay. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, as she's doing the, the this, though, she kind of, like, lifts us up in the air to do it, and so, like, we're, like, kind of floating, and she's, like, empowering us and shit. Um, we see some Sylvar fleeing from the north, where we first came in from. Uh, the first grove that we were passing on our way in. Okay. The one that's about to be kind of culled, which is oh. fucking heartbreaking. Um, the, the grove is under attack. All right. What are we here to do? Kill shit. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I came here to chew bubble gum and kill shit and I'm all out of bubble gum. We're kicking names and taking ass. Wait. <laughs> I love Mantis. I don't know if you can tell. I adore her. <laughs> All right. So we kind of follow their tra their trail back up to where they were coming from. Uh, on our way there, we're told that Naya is still there. And basically like we need to go and help her so we find her she's um this is the same one that we passed earlier who was begging for for the wild seeds not to be abandoned in the grove because this mm -hmm. was her this was her grove she was taking care of these seeds she doesn't want all that work to go to waste and not to mention she's losing her her home basically um so she and the others have been attacked by masked fae. Uh, and their masks look very familiar to us, because they kind of look like the dressed. The dressed from back in Kul Tiris that we dealt with. These were the same creatures that ended up kidnapping Jaina. Well, shit. Fuck those guys. Mm-hmm. Gonna yeah. kick your ass on principle. Exactly, yeah. Also because it's fun. <laughs> uh, so we help Naya around the grove that is slowly being drained. Uh, we kind of we save some of the people that we that we met earlier. A couple of them do end up dying, which is very sad. 
Um, and then we're trying to save the heart of the grill from the last dude that's there that, you know, he's all masked and shit. And, uh, we don't end up saving the heart of the grove. It ends up being lost. All the anima is essentially wasted. It can't be used again to save the other groves at all. Oh, man. Um, and then, so, we leave Naya. She, she's like, you, you go on ahead. I'll catch up. I just need some time to say goodbye to the friends that she's lost. Is is so heartbreaking. Mm. That was the first cry in Shadowlands. <laughs> That's not the first cry in Shadowlands. No, sorry. That was the first cry in Ardenweald, though. Because um, that... It just... It speaks to you very on a very, like, personal level when you've lost somebody. That, like, you know, you just, you just need a little bit of time to say goodbye. And then her friend, the wolf spirit that we, that we met earlier, he's like, you know what, I'm going to stay with you. And then he starts asking her to tell him stories. And it's just... Man, I just, I can't. It, it hurts. <laughs> I'm fine. No emotional trauma. <laughs> but, yeah. Alright, so we return to the grove, uh, where the queen is finally about to arrive. So she shows up, she casts a spell on the, the kind of, like, main tree, uh, and we move forward to introduce ourselves. You know, we move forward, we bow, and she doesn't look at us, and bounces real fucking quick. And we just kind of, like, look at Moonberry, like, uh, what, what, what do you, um, <laughs> so what do we do now? And so Moonberry's like, well, you know what, maybe it's because she's just stretched so thin right now, so maybe let's try and ease some of the burden that she has, and then she'll be able to meet with us. All right. So first we go find her wild hunt. Uh, these are like kind of the queen's protectors and the forest protectors. And we're going to go help them first. All right. So we start, we start out by looking for some of the missing huntsmen and huntresses. And they've all been ambushed, except for one. Uh, Aralon, who we know from the Ardenweald short, um, he has suspicions that they're being hunted by these blighted creatures. Uh, the ones that look a lot like dressed. Uh, we also find that one of them seems to be one of the Wild Hunt's own, uh, twisted into an enemy of Ardenweald. What? Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. It's, it's, it's great. <laughs> so Aralon gives us a gift, uh, after we kind of finish up. Um, he gives us a cradle that he once used to carry seeds in his former grove. And we head back to Tirnaval. And when we get there, it's being attacked by nightmares that are being unleashed by the wild seed that we that we kind of met earlier. Met? Good. Mm. I mean, it didn't really meet us. Yeah, met. That that's as good a word as. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Dreamweaver asks us, you know what? How about confront the nightmares? Because nothing else has worked so far. How about brute strength? All right. So we do it. Um, all the nightmares that we fight are also, uh, they're very familiar to us. Um, these are all creatures that were in Valshara back in Legion. Uh, this, this was the zone that was attacked by the Emerald Nightmare and Xavius and his whole sh shebang and deal. 
we talked about the, the this guy in the dragons episode, I believe. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's like, huh, what are these doing here again? Um, we are able to calm the spirit again, and Dreamweaver figures uh, it's time that, that we maybe need to do something more drastic for the seed. We need to bring it elsewhere. Well, we have a cradle for this. Cool. <laughs> this will do nicely. Uh, so he's like, you know what, maybe get Naya to come help us, because she's, she's been feeling a little, you know, lost. Maybe this will give her some, like, direction in life. Of course I'm gonna go get Naya, of course. Duh. Um, so along we go. Naya plays the harp to help soothe the spirit, uh, like to soothe the nightmares and stuff while we're traveling. And we get to kill some more Spriggans because they're attracted to the song that the harp plays, which is great. Love that. <laughs> more more destruction of shit. Um, and then we run into Aralon again on the, on the path. So the Wild Hunt here is holding back uh, kind of like a contingency of these masked fae because uh, they're trying to attack Hibernal Hollow which is where we're actually going. So we're like, okay, well we need to deal with this. So we go deal with this. <laughs> um, and then after, so after we kill some of their forces, the Wild Hunt that's here, they're kind enough to escort us the rest of the way to Hibernal Hollow. Which is nice. That is nice. Thanks mm -hmm. for the escort, fam. So great. Alright, so in the hollow, we prepare a ritual to help sp uh, to help the spirit in the wild seed. It doesn't end up quelling the nightmares completely. And so, like, there's just not enough anima to do it. So Aralon is like, you know what? I know where we can find some more. Um, the blighted forces have moved into my former home, my former grove. They've been gathering anima. I don't know what for, but maybe let's go, like, take it back from them and use it for our own purposes. Alright. Absolutely, I'm here for it. So, <laughs> so we get there. It's overrun with Mast Fae. We also get full confirmation here that the Mast Fae, as well as the Blighted Forces, these are the Drusts that we're dealing with again. Which we kind of figured, but the, this the, at this point, it's like actually said, like, the dressed are gonna win. Or I can't oh, remember I the full line. Fuck those guys. Causing I, problems all over the place. They're so awful, and yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we're gonna have a fun story later. Uh, we'll be fine. No emotional trauma at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> Nothing bad ever happens. We're fine. Uh, so we grab what's left of the heart of the grove here, where they've been kind of storing the anima, and we get back to Hibernal Hollow. Um, on both side, on either side of the hollow, obviously with the name being Hibernal, there's these dream shrines that we have to attune to this this spirit. Um, and this is when we get to see exactly what the spirit sees. Uh, one of the things that we see is not friends, and they're like proto-drakes that will attack you. We also see food that are deer that are running around that we can actually eat inside these dreams. It's, it's, it's really neat. Wow. And then a little bit further on, we see the adopted son, who is Cenarius. And we're like, oh, okay. Uh, we see the daughter, who is a dragon. I'm not entirely sure which one this is. There's There's a few dragons that this could be. Um, 
So you, and you, I didn't know this on my first playthrough, but you can actually talk to them, and they speak to you as if you're their mother. You, they speak to you as if you're Ysera. Okay. The green dragon. The the well, green dragon damn. aspect. And it's just, it hurts a little bit. So you go a little bit further, and we also see the dear friend, Tyrande, who's beat up about not being able to save you in the first place. And then we see the student, Malfarian. Um, we see other nightmares take shape. We see desertion, uselessness, weakness, corruption. And then we also see the world breaker fighting two friends and a sister, Alex Straza. And the world breaker being Deathwing. It is Ooh. fucking... I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> just yanking your emotions <sighs> all over the place absolutely so okay so we get back to the seed and then we have to witness the end of this spirit's life Ysera the dreamer complete with her own thoughts we see her corrupted by Xavius first and then we have to fight through her final battle that we had to kill her back in Legion and we we fight it from oh. her side from her perspective with her internal monologue and her pain while we do this fuck this game Ouch. <laughs> why do you break my heart like this is I I love this game but like fuck this game <laughs> <laughs> like the dragons were like my first love like one of my first loves in this in this entire like all the lore and so this just this just fucking hurts <sighs> thankfully at the okay. price of us being re-traumatized like, <laughs> again Ugh, we call me Sarah's nightmares okay cool uh, except that we're not the only ones to have just witnessed what we just witnessed. So have the dressed, and they're on their way. Of course they fucking have. God damn. Yep. And so they mount an attack on the hollow. We fight them back. Uh, Dreamweaver at the end says he can't sense Sarah's dreams anymore. And we're like, oh shit, we gotta do something. So we carefully escort the seed to the heart of the forest where the Winter Queen, queen resides. And like this, at this point, we're just like you know, we're gonna go just ask for an audience at this point. Like this, this, this is a little bit much. Um, and I love this because it seems like all of the night fae that are close by kind of follow you. It's really cool. Like you're you're walking along the path and you kind of turn around and you see all of these like fairies flying in the air behind you. You see all these silver uh, running up behind you too. It's 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 kind of beautiful to see all of these creatures. Kind of joining you in this. I, don't, I, I love it. <sighs> so we get to the heart of the forest. Lord Hearn meets us, and he's a little skeptical. Like, is you know, is Moonberry here for tricks, or you know, like, because you know she's a prankster, and she assures him that no, we are here for very serious matters. Um. We bring the wild seed to the Grove of Awakening, which is... It's nearby. It's where the queen meets us. And she's not exactly happy at first to be asked. 
because we're asking her to save this soul. She says that Ysera is of her sister. Why should she save her pet? Huh. It's okay. Like, it's like, okay, what? Uh, okay, first, who's your sister? What? Huh, what? There is so many questions here. Um, but Moonberry and Aralon make a plea to you to save you, Sarah. Um, because she does. Basically, the plea is like, some some need to be sacrificed, yes, but some need to be saved. Everyone who dreams within this one's uh, presence, they are better for it. So mm. we should save this one. So okay, she does. She channels some of her anima uh, into the wild seed. It causes a leaf to fall from one of her antlers, kind of showing like this is this is a price to pay. Wow. Um, and Sarah's resurrected from the wild seed, and like the way they did it is so beautiful. They, um, she comes out of the seed the same way that she was brought to the stars by a loon back in back in Valshara when she died. Okay. And she flaps her wings and she roars and it's emotional and she opens her eyes to reveal that they are blue like the winter queens. And Oh wow. And the queen confirms that she is now tied to Ardenweald. Whatever fate beca- befalls this realm, you will share this fate better hope we don't run out of fucking anima. <laughs> right? I mean, that's what we're here for, though. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, it's. I have cried a lot in Ardenweald's story. <laughs> uh, this one was hurt. This, this one hurt. Um, so at this point, we can finally give the Winter Queen the message from the Primus. And she she mentions the banished one, and that if he stirs, there is it, there's far more pressing danger than the drought. That's worrisome. Um, she invites us back to her court at the heart of the forest uh, to speak a little bit more, and she kind of tells us about the heart itself. It's uh, it's vital to the protection of all of the realms because this is what they drew on to help seal away the banished one, and because of the drought. It has started to wither, but it's time that we that we bolster it again. Uh, so she sends us on our way again, assuring us that we have gained a new ally. But it's time to seek out Sire Denathrius and Revendreth. He's a master at extracting anima, and so maybe he can find a way to help, you know, get more anima to bolster the heart of the forest as well as all of the Shadowlands. And so back to Oribos we go. So after all this trauma and crying. Let's take a break. Let's go to the auction house. Ayo! If you like what we do, consider donating through our Patreon at patreon.com slash senpaiandbambam. Remember, senpai has two peas. If you're unable to do that, we also really appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or whatever podcast service you use. It really helps us open up to a wider audience. You can also share us with your friends, your family, your guildies, strangers on the street, People you haven't talked to in 10 years, but you kind of low-key stalk their profile on Facebook. You know, just like whoever. (laughs) Just MLM us. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, girly. Do you want to be an amazing boss, babe? Listen to this podcast. (laughs) 
God, I'm imagining some of these conversations. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's funny. All right. If you want to get us... Okay. If you want to get in touch with us over on Discord, there will be a link in the show notes uh, on the website to join that. It is open to everyone with a patron-only section um, and some fun discussions in there as well. So, yeah. Do that. Baby. We also <laughs> do streaming on the stream streams. I mean, I don't, but Senpai does. <laughs> on the Twitch, you can see them fail or win. Who knows? I assume they do pretty good at the winning. Yeah. They stream raids on Twitch, as well as a few other things here and there. Always down to chat WoW or anything else. Yeah, I'm tanking this next year. I'm... I'm excited, but I'm not. It, I'll be fine. Uh, we also have new merch in the store on Teespring. It's linked with Twitch, so if, if you buy something while I'm live, it'll pop up on, on stream. Uh, you can get our logo on a shirt, tank top, or mug, as well as Creative Conundrums, and then a couple other things. Like, my emotes are all in there now, too. I don't. I can't decide which one I want to buy first. Uh, we also have stickers up on the Squiddyverse website, uh, so you can go check that out as well. All of the things. Yeah. I also I so I made uh, this 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 came from a stream joke. Was did I know spectral sight? Did you know spectral sight? Because I'm a really bad demon hunter and I don't know how to use spectral sight a lot of the time. Apparently, <laughs> even though I have twenty seven demon hunters, um, and so I was like, I want that to be a shirt. So I ended up making it for my birthday. It was uh, did you know spectral sight? And then one of them has Pepe horns. Like the demon hunter horns, but the, the little <laughs> bird ones. And okay. Then, and then the other one has the outline of the shade that we fight. Uh, that's the bogart. And yeah, I, I'm, I bought the Pepe one. I I want to buy the other one too, but I I'm like I I'm only allowed to buy one at a time. Is <laughs> 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 how it goes. You're only I'm only allowed one at a time. Otherwise, I will be forever fucking broke and not pay my rent. So. Oh, but yeah, it was, I'm happy with those shirts. It, it makes me very happy. Probably too happy, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> Alright, so, back to Shadowlands. With thankfully a little bit less trauma. <laughs> uh, we so can we... hope! <laughs> so we get a little bit of a heads up here about what Revendreth is. It's a dark place where souls are meant for some sort of redemption. Um, set, they're sent there by the Arbiter. So, whatever that means, we'll, you know, we're going to find out soon enough. Um, so on we go, through our last Keatine, over to Revendreth. <laughs> so we're greeted by uh, a couple dredgers, Rendell and Cudgelface. Um <laughs> Their that is names, a fucking name. Their names are so great for the stone for like the stone board of the dredgers. Like they're they're just they're so great. Um Cudgelface thinks we look funny and Rendell's like, don't be insensitive, they're still alive. Like, come on. <laughs> they're they're so great. I love them. Um And it is a little bit strange, because like you're supposed to be dead before you come here, but you you know, we're not. So we get a tour of this place. Um, it's a place of torment and penance, 
Uh, we learn that souls that come here are meant to cleanse themselves of their sins and either move on to other realms or accept the role of a Venthyr and then cleanse other souls of their sins or, and like help them in that way. It's it's kind of neat. Um, we also learn about Denathrius who passes final judgment on each soul. Uh, and then we also learn that anyone who refuses to atone is eventually sent to the Maw. Yikes. Yeah, so, like, the Maw where we came from originally, like, that's, like, the, like, you're, you're fucking done. Like, no, you, do, you don't get any more chances, right? Whereas this is, like, mm-hmm. kind of the last step before that. Th- this is your, like, your, your chance at redemption. The Maw, you're just, you're, you're done. <laughs> So, you know, it's interesting to see. Um, We are greeted by Lord Chamberlain, who explains that we are a guest, not a charge. Um, This is a very different greeting than we've gotten in all of the other realms of the Shadowlands so far, so that's cool. Uh, We're expected by Denathrius, and we're offered a ride straight to him in this lovely carriage. So we get in, and it is promptly picked up by a gargoyle. Who cool. then, yeah, who then drops us into an area called the Edmire, which is literally being fed on by these world-eating creatures. They're trying to get at the anima in the world itself here. Ah! It's creepy. Yeah, that's a fucking visual. Yeah. Uh, so we grab our new friends, and we fight our way back out. Uh, up the hill again, the carriage cannot continue the way we were meant to go. Because these rebels, uh, this rebellion has, you know, they've kind of blocked off the way. Alright. And we get a little bit more info about the rebellion itself. Uh, some of the Venthyr and Stoneborn um, are rebelling against Anathrius, is basically what we're told. We're not really told a whole lot else. But we need to deal with some of them before we, we can move on. So we split up uh, Rendell, Cudgelface, Lord Chamberlain, and ourselves. Um, you know, just so we're not an easy target. We collect some of the anima that they've stolen, and we continue on to meet Lord Chamberlain to- or, sorry, we escort Lord Chamberlain to Darkhaven, which has been fortified by those loyal to Sire Denathrius. And this is where we're assured that this rebellion is on its last legs. Sure. <laughs> uh, the woman in charge of Darkhaven asks us to bring a note to Lord Chamberlain, Basically asking for some help. Like, hey, like, we're kind of stretched pretty thin here with our animus or stores and everything. Like, maybe a little bit of leniency? And he's just like, he's like, no, no, no. Sacrifices have to be made. They're essential to the survival of Revendreth. Everyone must do their part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We then meet General Call, who has been asked to bring us directly to Denathrius. So, she flies us there. Before we actually get to Denathrius, like, kind of land on, like, the ramparts here. Um, Call and her other general, Grishal, they, they like to talk about us like we're not actually there, even though we're right there. Um, basically, she kind of lets slip that, like, there's one other left in the rebellion that's probably going to be a problem. Uh, the accuser still has a harvester's medallion. Whatever that means yet. Uh, okay. And this is why we're needed alive. 
Okay. Th I'm right here, Call. Cool. Thanks for this. Um. Awkward. <laughs> Maybe hold your tongue. <laughs> right? Chill, my dude. Uh, but this is when we get our audience with the sire. Um, he says he would normally oblige our request for help to, you know, learn how to get Adama out of more places that we can bolster different things. But because of the rebellion, their resources have been stretched pretty thin. So if we were to help him out, then he could, he, you know, we scratch his back, he scratches our back. Y you know. And, uh, <laughs> Cause when you're good to mama, <laughs> mama's good to you. Oh my god, that has all of Denathrius energy all over it, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I could just sense it. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I mean, honestly, this is what we're here to do. We're we're gonna help you. So, all right, let's let's go do the help. Um, so first thing we do is we try to confront the accuser, who rightly tells us off, and just kind of, like, tosses us back onto the bridge that we just crossed to get here. Like, alright, fine. This is when I start getting really tired of Lord Chamberlain, because he's like, he, like, okay, so when she tosses us back, we kind of fall over a little bit, because... Mm -hmm. What else are you gonna do when you fucking fall from fucking 50 yards in the air? You're probably gonna, like, tumble a little bit. And Lord Chamberlain walks up, or kind of floats up next to us, he's like, Get back on your feet, you're embarrassing me. It's like, you know what? You can do this. Like, you have more power than I do. Fuck off. So <laughs> the key to properly confronting the accuser, though, we learn, is her sinstone, uh, which has been warded by some of her inquisitors. So first thing, we need to find their sinstones in order to bring in order to bring them down in order to get to the accuser. So okay, so we kind of get a listen on what a sinstone is here. It's it's a it's like a it's like a tombstone basically, and it carries a record of what your sins were in life. Cool. Mm -hmm. And it's a really cool. dirty trick to use these as a weapon because basically all of Revendreth is like you're trying to atone for your sins. Kind of rude to just kind of throw these sins back into someone's face when they're trying to forget them, right? Right? I did my time! Twelve years of it! It has to been! Absolutely. And so, in some of these cases, like, eons, too. Like, some of these Venthyr have been dead for a very long time. We don't necessarily know how long. And time works differently in the Shadowlands, so, like, it could be, uh, in, the ter in terms of our own world, it could be, like, I don't know, an hour. But in the oh Shadowlands, it could be literal. Is it possible that this place that's set up as basically, like, a prison for people to work off their sins is using them to exploit them for free labor? No. I think so. I'm, okay, so when a soul is kind of like atoning for its sins, like there is some anima extracted in that process. Um, so it does, it's not exactly labor, but then they, they also get anima in return in, in this kind of weird sort of symbiotic relationship. 
Does that make sense? Then how are they atoning for their sins? That depends on the soul itself. Like that that seems to be on a case by case basis. I don't I don't fully know how that works yet. Okay. Cuz like we see we see a few souls that are like refusing to atone and then we see one at like the very very end of its atoning and he takes the role of a venthyr and we don't really see anything in between. Interesting. Yeah. So it's hard to be like, oh, absolutely, this is exactly how it works, but yeah, it's it's really, it's a really weird thing. It's really weird. But then they also have these dredgers that are like, you know, they're dredged up from the muck, hence the name dredger. And then they also mm -hmm. have the stoneborn who are, you know, those, those all work and do stuff. But this other event, I, I don't know. I'm there's also the fact that, like, this is how we're perceiving the Shadowlands, and I don't know if that's necessarily true to how the Shadowlands actually is, but it's kind of like our perception. It's what we're being shown of it. Yeah. It's, yes. It's weird. Alright, so we go find these Sinstones of the Inquisitors. We bring down the Inquisitors. We also recruit one of these smaller gar gargoyles so that he, he can actually use the Sinstones. Uh, as we get him... The Crypt Keeper that is kind of his caretaker and everything, he he's... First of all, we have to fight the Crypt Keeper. Second of all, he's like, fine, alright, I'll give you I'll give you a little gargoyle. I'm gonna give you a warning, though. Denathrius has lied to you. And then he runs off. Nice and foreboding. <laughs> so, we go kill the Inquisitors. The wards on the Accusers in Stone weaken. Um, we get back and Lord Chamberlain's like, or sorry, his assistant Echelon is like, oh yeah, you're you're really slow, and it's like, you know what? Go fuck yourself, bro. You could have flown me over here, Mister Fucking Wings. <laughs> <laughs> He's a gargoyle. Like he can fly. I can't fly. They won't let me use my demon hunter wings that way. Uh. <laughs> well, that's just dumb, right? <sighs> but yeah, so this is, this is also what the quest tells us. So we, you know, we we do it, but it feels very off at this point. Um, so we confront the accuser with her sinstone the same way that we did the other the inquisitors, and nothing's happening. Cause really, how can a harvester be so easily broken? They can't. <laughs> Uh, that is until Lord Chamberlain uses the, um, he was lent a Harvester's Medallion from Sire Gnathrius. He's able to use that to manifest a vision from the Accuser's Sinstone. A little girl named Camille. The Accuser's daughter in life. Oh, shit. Who she murdered. Ah! A sin that she has atoned for, but it's still something that kind of eats at her. Well, Mm -hmm. You'd hope yeah. a little bit, yeah. And like, it's just it's heartbreaking a little bit. Um, so she's like, "Fine, you know what? Fine, take me, whatever." She hops into a cage. We're flown back to Denathrius. We finally get a fucking ride. 
And the accuser kind of pleads with us, like, you need to open your eyes. Find, bring me to Denathrius, but you should not trust him. In terms of myself, I don't trust anybody. In terms of who I trust the least, or in terms of who I, le like, kind of least side-eye would be the Winter Queen, but even her I don't fully trust. I definitely don't trust Denathrius. <laughs> I mean, if he's got Mama Morden vibes, yeah, no shit, don't trust them. <laughs> uh, but, um... And, and especially, like, because he was so, like, eager to meet with us, it's like, uh, something's up here. Right? Uh, we had to jump through so many hoops to meet everybody else. Yo, you're just trying to get us to like you. Yeah. I mean, it almost feels like a little bit, like, damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing, because, like, everybody else, like, we have to fucking fight to go meet them. Except mm -hmm. for the Primus who's just missing. And then, like, this guy's just like, oh, yeah, welcome in! Also makes me think of Ashara, when she was like, oh, you wanted to come see my castle? Sure! You know, like, very, same sort of, same energy. <laughs> um... But yeah, so then comes her final judgment. Uh, the accuser has defied um, Denathrius' orders. So he's pissed. Of course. Um, and she's like, well, you you ordered me to defile that which makes us Venthyr. That which defines us as Venthyr. The, like, you're making, you're asking me to defy the will of Revendreth. And he's like, no, no, no. I am Revendreth. And he's not entirely wrong in that, and I don't fully- I can't fully explain why that is yet, because um, we don't fully know, but there, there's, there's some truth to that, that statement. Okay, dictator. Kind of? Um, I, we'll get into it, I think, in, in the- kind of in the Covenant stories, I think. Um, so he has her shipped off to be part of the Penitent Hunt. So this is a ritual hunt that's meant to terrify a soul into changing. Oh, jeez. In doing so, we also harvest- like, some of the anima from these souls is also harvested at this point, too. And- and then, like, this is what's, like, meant to kind of coax them into actually atoning for their sins. Okay. So, okay. So we- we're asked to take part in this one. Cool. So we, we have to go grab a soul and, and, you know, one of the most stubborn souls who refuse to change. And we also throw the accuser into the mix. So we, we capture some of the souls. Um, and then as we're closing in on the accuser, uh, she sends our huntmaster away through a mirror. Basically, it's, it's very, like, mousetrap sort of, like, she's hiding with a mirror, taught topples the mirror over onto the Huntmaster, and the mirrors are a portal network. So she's ported off somewhere else. We don't know where. Wow. Probably pissed off. And the mirror's broken, so she can't get back very easily. Reminds me of, like, Monsters, Inc. with the closet doors. Yeah! Same, same sort of energy, and a little bit prettier, I'd say. Just because just cause the mirrors are, like, they're very intricate and very pretty, very, like... Ornate? Yeah, very ornate. Red, very pretty. I like, uh, yeah, everything in Reverend Dress is very red. 
which I like. Um, but, and she confronts us at this point, and she's like, you know what, it's time you learn the truth. Denathrius has blinded you, and he's made you a pawn. Alright, so we follow her through a mirror, uh, and this one brings us inside his castle. And this is where we witness him meeting with one of his loyalists, who ends up being a raid boss leader. Uh, we see massive jars of anima here. Like, um, probably like 10 feet tall jars that are just storing wow. anima. And then some even bigger ones that are just massive. And lots of them. And they're just, they're teeming with this red swirly anima. And it's, it's so cool. But also like, holy fuck, something's up. Um, he also realizes that we're there with the accuser, and his sword fucking just flies across the room and destroys the mirror, our means of escape. <gasps> and sh the accuser calls out his betrayal of Revendreth. He's starving his people of anima and casting a drought on all of the Shadowlands and then keeping all of this for himself, it seems. Um... Nasty. Mm-hmm. So he leaves his underling to deal with us, and the accuser repairs the mirror as we kind of fight off some of the forces here, and we eat the fuck out of out of there. Uh, the accuser moves on ahead, and we meet her and Draven outside out uh, by Dread Hollow. This Catch is... me outside. How about that? <laughs> Basically, uh, so this is like our huntmaster's kind of home. Um, and this is where her underlings are kind of, they're looking for us. Um, and so we set a trap with our, for our would-be killer to hunt us down. Uh, we use, uh, we use some of these, like, these creatures that have been feeding on the world itself. We don't know a lot about them yet, but we use them to set a trap. It's great. And then we kill her. And we're good. good. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Um, so that's another one of Denethrius' underlings down. Uh, next we need to go to the Ember Ward to find Duke Theotar. Uh, he's the only one who knows the prince's fate, and without Prince Renathal, this rebellion is doomed. Cool. So first things first, we have to get tossed into the Ember Ward. Except that the guard, um, he, he tells us, we don't look like bad bud, we look like good bud. Ha, no shake around here. We're crystalline and beautiful. <laughs> um, so we have to forge a document. We have to go. We have to go like collect some shit. Forge a document saying that we belong in the Ember Ward. And I, I fucking love this quest because you get to choose some of the shit that's on your like your like letter of like why you belong in the Ember Ward. Okay. One, one of the options for your sins is overthinking everything. Can relate. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Um. Uh, yeah. So you know, we successfully forged a document that gets us tossed into the Ember Ward. Um. So this entire area here, it's it's bathed in light, uh, and it burns especially Venthyr, but it, like, lore-wise, it actually hurts us, too. Not in the actual game, but, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. 
The first creature we come across is named Sybil, who's, uh, she's a Venthyr who's been here for far too long. Um, kind of like running around like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Talks oh, shit. very weird. Yeah. Um, saying a lot of shit that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but she leads us to another area where we're approached by Theotar, who mistakes us for a, di for a different friend of his. And so he agrees to accompany us. Um, and we kind of learn that, like, the way the Venthyr in this area survive is by covering themselves, so wearing a lot of clothes, wearing a lot of layers, uh, as well as sticking to the shadows, and some of them will carry parasols as well. But Theotars was broken, so we need to get some supplies for him to build a new one. So we finally find a small sanctuary for him and his friends, um, and they have a little bit of a tea party to help Theotar feel better. <laughs> I love Theotar. <laughs> when in doubt, man, have a tea party. Exactly. It's so great. Um, it, there are, like, the tea parties are seriously one of my favorite things about Revendreth, because, like, we make the tea, like, it's, it's there's, it's, it's tea. <laughs> He's very much Mad Hatter, like, everything about the Mad Hatter. Like, <laughs> Love so, it. So great. Um, so we make the tea, give it to Theotar. While we're doing that, the parasol has been finished. Um, and then he leads us to the Sanctuary of the Mad, which is kind of the outer headquarters of the Rebellion at this point. Uh, we can't get into the Inner Sanctum called Sinfall until we deal with a very large magnifying glass at the top of the elevator. It, very, like, child with a magnifying glass and ants sort of deal here. Yikes! <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, like, if Theotar, for example, were to go up this elevator, he'd get literally roasted. Yikes! We're okay, though, because we're not Venthyr. So, like, okay, we, we go up it doesn't hurt us as much. Um, so we have to do this part alone. We deal with some of the mirrors. And we get inside and we start looking for Renathal. Uh, we find a sentient weapon who is here to serve... She's she's a servant of Renathal. Um, her name is Verpalia. I don't think I put her in the lexicon. Um, but she's like, okay... We need to go to the mob because I'm pretty sure that's where Renathal was sent. Alright. So, thankfully, we're Maw Walkers. We're good. <laughs> thankfully, also, there's a portal straight from Sinfall here into the Maw. Which makes sense, because, you know, if a soul is not deemed to be worthy of, you know, becoming a Venthyr or going on to another place, it's got to go to the moss somehow. Portal right here. Uh, when we get there, we can't exactly uh, pinpoint where Renathal is, so we kind of have to search around a little bit. We know for sure, like, when we get there, that he's not in the tower. Good. So we find him. He's, in, he's locked up in a cage. He recognizes that we're one of Azeroth's champions. Yeah, you are. Interesting. Okay. So find a key. Set him free. And he's like, okay, we're not going back, though, because some of my allies have been taken into Torghast, and I'm not, we're not leaving without them. I don't give a shit. 
we're we're going. So of course, being the murder hobos that we are, and <clears throat> you know, obliging a prince, we're gonna go in. So in we go to Torghast. Um, and we find the curator as well as a couple others. Um, once we find them, is the curator has to use us as a conduit to make a portal back to Ravendrath. She warns us, this is gonna hurt. It's only gonna work once. You need to try not to die. Ha! <laughs> okay, good, good talk. <laughs> um, and don't fuck it up. Right? <laughs> so we get back to Sinfall, and she is fully surprised that it worked when we show up there. And she's like, yeah, don't do that again. It might undo your existence. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know ahead of time. Yeah, good to know. Thanks. Th th thanks a lot. Cool. <laughs> uh, so we sort of meet with, uh, you know, some of Renthal's friends at this point. Um, and kind of, like, see some of the catching up. There's some flirting from Theotar to Renathal. I absolutely adore it. Um, <laughs> it's so great, because he's like... <laughs> Renathal says something to the effect of like, "Oh yeah, you've lost your shirt," and then Theotar's like, "I, I could, I could grate carrots on your ribs." <laughs> Is that a compliment? I think so. <laughs> For Venthyr, I guess it is. I mean, the, it's it's so cute. I I read it as flirting. I really adore Theotar. Um. The curator and the accuser also seem really close in some way, but I'm sure we'll find out more later, hopefully. Um, that's to speculate on for now. Uh, Draven reports that all of their forces have been moved to Sinfall, um, and there are far fewer than we have had before. Uh, but we have to stop Denathria, so we gotta do anything we can do. Alright. At this point, though, it's time we use some of their own tricks against them. So we take the mirrors that are on top of Sinfall, that were, you know, used against the, the Rebellion at this point, mm -hmm. and we reflect the sun at the door of the castle itself, and begin our assault on Denathrius. Okay. So we power up some of our stoneborn in this area, and we kind of, like, deal with some of Denathrius' forces. And then Renathal makes one final charge at Denathrius which is mostly thwarted by Denathrius's weapon again, Remornia. Stupid sentient sword. Right. We, know, we don't actually hear her talk during the storyline, but oh man, her voice is awesome. And during the raid, oh man, I can't wait till we talk about the raid fight later because the soundscape in there is so great. Oh, I love it. Okay, uh, so of course, every villain needs to make a good monologue about what's going to happen. The Banished One is going to reclaim what's his, and Death, with a capital D, will prevail. Only those that have shaped its victory will remain. Uh, well, Re okay. Yep. Renathal is sure that uh, someone's going to stop Denathrius' plan, but he pretty quickly loses hope, as the literal side, the edge of Revendreth, is torn away. Oh. 
Annaba begins pouring straight into the maw from the stores that Denathrius has been building up. <gasps> what the fuck? It looks so cool though, but like, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. Um, at this point, it's time to report back to Oribos. Partly to ask for help because, you know, we can't lead this fight on our own at this point. Uh, so we head back and we witness a meeting between the Eternal Ones, minus, of course, the Primus who's missing. And instead of Denathrius, Renathal takes his place. Uh, Kyrestria, the Kyrian leader, doesn't seem to have been filled in on what the hell's been going on while we've been gone. So Renathal tells her, like, yeah, Denathrius betrayed us. It's super great. <laughs> And the Winter Queen is kind of not surprised at this point. So, like, I think she was, like, kind of clued in. But Kyristia's, like, very, like, blinders, like, not happening, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, this is when we learned that the four leaders here, um, they're the ones that locked away the Jailer in the first place. So Kyristia, um, Denathrius, Pri the Primus, and the Winter Queen all did that. Uh, the three of them decided that it's time for the mortals to pick a covenant. Each mortal soul will choose who to join and strengthen the forces against the Jailer, uh, and working to stand together together against him. Which, of course, we're not going to do today, because this is getting long. As it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but we, we're going to go into the covenants themselves. So, bam, bam. Yes. I want you to choose. Uh, we have the Kyrian of Bastion, the Necrolords of Maldraxxus, the Night Fae of Ardenweald, and the Venthyr of Revendreth. Whose story do you want to go to first? I'm kind of waffling between the Necrolords and the Night Fae, but I think I'm going to go with the Necrolords. Okay. Good, we get a break of having episodes of fucking emotional trauma. Cool. <laughs> Marvelous! Because the nightmare are fucking traumatic. Oh, uh, shit. Well, I'm glad I didn't pick them. I mean, the, it, in a good way. Like, I, I would not have this reaction if it was not for the connection to, I have to this game. And that is only possible because of the narrative team and the books. And yeah, this, I love this game, but also fuck this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, so on to trivia. So, much of Ardenweald is based on Celtic mythos, as well as other cultures uh, being incorporated, such as indigenous cultures, uh, Scandinavian, modern English, and Greek. Uh, my favorite thing to see is the, like, the sort of dreamcatcher motifs. I, I adore it. Um... The Winter Queen is not only based on fairy folklore, but also Galadriel of Tolkien's universe. Lord of the oh, okay. Because, of course, you know, why not? She, she's probably about as scary as Galadriel to you, I think. Yeah. If not more. I don't know. Hmm. We'll, I think we'll see. I think that, that that's yet come to be seen. Um... We know that some souls pass directly into Ardenweald without going through the Arbiter, so the Wild Gods do, so Ursoc is now gone. Uh, also, Ysera seems to also bypass the Arbiter. I don't know if this is the same for other dragons. 
That'll be an interesting thought to to go through at some point. Mm-hmm. Especially for a certain world breaker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Revendreth is very vampire-based, pulling a lot from Dracula, Greek mythology, and Gothic architecture. There's also a lot of divine comedy and Catholic memes in there as well. Surprising no one. Um, <laughs> when we finish the Revendreth story, the maw uh, in the skybox changes from what it originally looks like, which is like almost like a, looks like a little orange rose sort of thing and then after the side of Revendreth breaks off it swells and changes to red uh, and this can also be seen in Oribos wow uh, Venthyr are also commonly allergic to garlic yeah they are <laughs> that's, a, that's a shitty fucking life right huh. imagine being allergic to garlic I don't wanna. I die. <laughs> uh, same thing with peanuts. So what a way to go! <laughs> glory, glory! What a wonderful exactly. way to die! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we spent too much time on TikTok. We're good. All right. How dare you call me out? <laughs> hey, hey! That was also a self call out too. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Alright, voices. Uh, Naya is voiced by Sheremy Lay, who's, she's very well known as Asuna in Sword Art Online, but she has a lot of roles everywhere. She's got so many, and she's such a good voice actress, and like, fuck it, the emotions, okay? The emotions! Aralon <laughs> uh, is voiced by Max Middleton, M Middleman. I can't, I, English is really hard today. Uh, he was also Prince Ferrandis back in Legion, and we've talked about him before, but I don't remember what I highlighted, so I'm gonna talk about Saitama from One Punch Man. He's, he's One Punch Man. <laughs> Draven is voiced by Matthew Mercer. Of course, we've talked about Matthew Mercer before. Um, I didn't know, though, he plays Silver Full Buster in Fairy Tale. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, the Winter Queen is voiced by Maria Angelico. I don't really know her from anything. A lot of her roles seem to be uh, live-action roles. She was best known, I think, for Sisters, in which she played a character called Julia. Okay. I haven't fully looked into it yet. Um, Prince Renathal is voiced by Jason Marnoka. If I'm saying that wrong, someone please let me know. I'm sorry. Uh, he played he's played Megatron in the Transformers series since about 2016. Was Shit. it your least I saw? Which like I love that. I know we didn't hear her voice yet, but Remordia is voiced by Miriam Elizabeth McLynn. She has a lot of credits dating back to the 90s. Uh, like oh god, she's in everything. She's in like she's in Sailor Moon. She's in everything. Um, her most recent role, though, was Coach Brunt in the Carmen Sandiego Netflix series. Oh, cool! Which fucking just cracks me up. <laughs> uh, Denathrius is voiced by Ray Chase. Again, another dizzy amount of credits. Uh, he's Hauser in Seven Deadly Sins, though, and Blizzard knows exactly what they did with his voice. <laughs> I mean, I love it, don't get me wrong, but, like, also, like, 
some of the voice lines in the raid. Yup. Yup. Mm-mm. <laughs> Literally, he says, crawl to me on your knees. Yes, like, daddy. Yeah, exactly. So, we 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 don't call Denathrius Denathrius anymore. We just call him Daddy D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. And then there's there's a weak aura that you can get. There's a part of the fight where he chokes you. The first uh, yeah. And there's a weak aura that you can get that says Harder Daddy Uwu. Uh-huh. And of course I have it, because, you know, why not? Alright, that's gonna do it for us today. I just wanted to share some of the raid stuff with you, because I was just like, I'm so excited to talk about it later. <laughs> it's gonna be a while, though. Uh, but yeah. Alright, we would like to thank the Winnipeg Public Library. We usually record at the Millennium Library in their beautiful Idea Mill makerspace, but in taking everyone's health and safety seriously, they are currently closed and we're working from home. You know, I heard they're going to be opening up soon. That's exciting. Oh, yay! Uh, our intro and outro music is by Kevin McLeod. You can find all of his work on his website, incopitech.com. And our wonderful artwork is by our good friend Ben Hoffer. His Instagram is scorpiosoka 7 if you'd like to check out more of his work. And he's opened up commissions, so follow him for more info about that. Absolutely. And I, I'm super excited. So on Twitch, there's going to be um, follower emotes that people can use specifically on your channel when they follow you. Sweet. And I'm just like, God damn it! Now I have to think of things to actually put. <laughs> I believe in you too. You'll come up with all the good, good. Probably. But Ben takes. Ben has this amazing ability of like me, kind of, sort of, explaining something really shitty of like I don't really know what I want with this. But here's the idea, go for it. And then he's like, and then he'll just bring something back to me, and I'm just like, whoa, holy fuck, that that, that was better than anything I could have come up with. It, yeah, he's he's great. We love Ben. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, that's gonna do it for us, and we'll see you next month when we talk about the Necro Lords. Oh, I'm so excited! Yay, Necro Lords! Yay! Uh, so for now, I'm Senpai. I'm Bam Bam. And we'll notice you next time. Bye!